Welcome to Elevate Your Event, your go-to podcast for transforming fundraising events. Join us weekly for expert tips and creative ideas to make your next event a standout success. On this week's Elevate Your Event, we're thrilled to have Lori Mackay, Matt Riley, Stephanie Mason, and Jeff Porter from Handbid in the studio. Together, we dive into effective goal setting with SMART goals and explore the transformative ideas in John Acuff's All It Takes is a Goal. Join us for an insightful discussion on setting achievable goals to enhance your event planning and fundraising efforts. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Event podcast, where we talk about all the various ways you can make your next fundraising event better. And we are going to talk about goals today. Because Lori, who's on the episode with us, has a goal of getting you in and out of this podcast faster than any of the other previous ones, apparently. She's like, I think our podcasts are too long. I don't think people want to listen to the entire thing. I don't know. We have show notes. You can skip around. We don't care. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's interview. Inter- <laughs> let's introduce our crowd that we have today. We've got some. We got. A, we got some fresh blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fresh meat. We call it fresh meat. I, I think it's fresh meat. Yes, yeah. Matt Riley. <laughs> Woo! Yay, Matt. Matt's one of our channel account managers, and Matt has decided to join us. I think he was walking down the hall back from the bathroom, and we <laughs> yeah. said, "Matt, get hey, on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> let's talk goals today." All right. Yeah. Sure. Oh, in the podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we got our head of marketing, Lori Mackay. That's me. We have our um, former show producer. <laughs> <laughs> Fired already. Didn't even make it a year. <laughs> yeah. And then Jeff Porter, CEO of Handbid. We are excited to talk about goals. Why are we talking about goals? Well, because um, I don't, I, you know, we hate the kind of date or time when some of these episodes come out, but we are running into the end of the year. And so this is the time of year when we're all goal setting. And, you know, we're goal setting with our charities, we're goal setting with our company, we're goal setting with our personal lives. So we decided to be appropriate to talk about, you know, what what do goals really mean? How, you know, how do we effectively use them? Because so many of us set goals in so many organizations, we talk about the goals we set, and then they somehow just go by the wayside, or they just, I don't know, maybe we don't set them properly, or maybe we don't do what it takes to kind of get there. So or communicate them. Yeah. They just kind of stay quiet. Right. And it is absolutely one of the first questions we ask prospects who come in and talk to us at hand. Like, so what's your goal? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to raise? What did you raise last year? What did you raise the year before that? What are you expecting to raise this year? Um, because if you don't set goals, you don't know where you're going to go. Right. So anyway, we have a lot of different conversations uh, in the office about goals. And we just actually, um, everybody at Hambid got a gift. Um, so we gave them uh, Johnny Cuff's book, All It Takes is a Goal. Um, if, you got, if you guys have not read it, it is a, um, it's a fun book to read. He's got a very fun tone. Um, the audio book is also equally as fun. So if you guys are not readers, um, but you're listeners... Maybe check out the audio book. But uh, so we'll we'll kind of mix in some of that. But one of the things that everybody in our group wanted to start with, especially around fundraising goals, is smart. Make right? your goals smart. Yes. <clears throat> so this comes up a lot when we're talking about goals in our group and we say, well, are they smart? And then I think in the <laughs> beginning we're thinking, well, I don't think it's a dumb goal. <laughs> I think it's a really good goal. <laughs> but that's not what we mean. Matt, what do we mean by smart goals? Oh, man. Do we want to take it one at a time, each yes. letter at a time? So smart, S, specificity. How specific is your goal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is so, easy? you know, I could say I want to raise more money. Is that specific goal? 
No. Not nearly enough. Yeah, we uh-huh. made that one easy, didn't we? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not a smart goal. That is not a smart goal. So we need to be specific, right? We need to say we want to raise $150,000 in this event, right? Or maybe okay. it's not dollar-based. Maybe it's donor-based. Could maybe be. it's I want to increase my donor base by... A thousand people in 2024. Right. I want more bids on my items. Mm-hmm. So this this goes bids. into the next one. So we could say we want to increase donor or guest satisfaction at the event. But what's the next one, Matt? Oh man, me on again measurable. How do you <laughs> measurable. measure these? So how do we measure that? So what do you mean by I want to increase guest satisfaction or I want to increase increase guest engagement? Well, what's one way that you could measure that at a at an auction event? Uh, How many people yeah. are bidding on your yes. items? Yes. Ding, I ding, win. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yay, me. So anyway, <laughs> yes. Like For example, we look at bidder engagement. So we'll look at bids per active bidder to say, wow, these people were definitely engaged. They were paying attention. Or bidders versus guests. Mm-hmm. How many people at your event actually registered to bid to be active in your event? And you got to have data for that. So, yeah. like, yeah. you know, Can't you like, got to know who they are. You do have to ask their name and <laughs> contact information. You know how you don't get that information? Paper bid sheet. That's right. <laughs> or deciding that your guests are way too important to ask them for their email address and register them into the bidding software when they arrive. Yeah. Never heard that one before. <laughs> anyway, we get really, really, really saucy at the end of the year, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do get, we've seen too much. That's we right. do reset next year though, like January we 1st. We come we back do. as way nicer people on January 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so then the next one, and this, this also comes up. What's the, what's the next I'll one? I'll go again. Don't ask me R cause I forgot to write that one down, but A is attainable <laughs> or achievable. Okay. We're, should we just skip ahead to R or do you want? Oh, no, I'm just saying if we're going to keep going in order. Okay, so we have SMART. SMART is an acronym for the people that are not like fully with us yet. So anyway, so so we had specific, measurable, and now we have achievable, right? Mm-hmm. Attainable, achievable. They have to be realistic, right, which is the next one after that. But um, but let's talk about let's talk about achievable, mm-hmm. okay? So last year I raised twenty five grand in my silent auction. And this year, with the, basically the same set of items, I'm going to raise $250,000. Right. Probably not. Nice. <laughs> good, good luck. Unless you just, like, got some a whole other group of bidders <laughs> from right. somewhere. Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, achievable, realistic, whatever you want to call it, like, they need to be realistic. And we, and we hear this from people all the time. They're like, well, I had a silent auction goal of $750,000. And we're like, well, you had $100,000 in fair market value in your items. So probably not right. going to hit that. Okay. Should we go ahead and just let Matt off the yeah. hook? Yeah, pass it to Lori. <laughs> okay. For, for R? Yeah. I just got to write that one down. <laughs> I got this. Spit it out, lady. Realistic. No, no, we do. We already did realistic. Oh, we're on time. That's part of the attainable. No, no, we're. It's relevant. Oh, relevant. Oh relevant. my goodness, I'm really butchering this. <laughs> this side <laughs> of the table, man. I don't know. <laughs> this is why we hire people to help us with our goals. At hand. <laughs> no, so relevant, right? Because some goals are just not relevant. I mean, yeah. it's like I want to have better food at my event, or you know, mm. whatever it might be. I mean, things that just don't really have any sort of impact. So they're they're not something that you necessarily need to set a goal on. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of an irrelevant goal for an event. Um, hmm. 
you guys are so good at goal setting. You can't <laughs> yeah, even think of a bad goal. What a bad. Yeah, I'm so good at goal setting. Um, what would be irrelevant? I can't. Food? I don't know. It could be the food. It could be, you know, I want to. I want every past hors d'oeuvre to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Who cares? Or I right. want every person to have a paddle number at the event. Yes. Name tag. Oh, yes. That is a good one. <laughs> name tag. See, you had it all along. Yeah. <laughs> you, ha- you had to go to the name tag. <laughs> yes. Anyway, and then the next one. Time-based. Time. Time-based, right? So you have to say by, right? So if I'm going to lose 20 pounds, I need to lose 20 pounds by April 1st or something, right? You can't just say I want to lose 20 pounds because – like you can't, you got to put timer and we're going to talk about time and goals here in a second because time is the number one element in a goal, right? So that we understand that there is time involved in goals, time involved in like actually achieving goals, but then also some sort of time boxer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I want to be married by the time I'm 30. Not, I want to get married. It's a lot right? of pressure. I guess you still, <laughs> your life is time bound, but it's like at some point you need to kind of put some goals in place, right? So. Good. Okay. So our goals should be smart. Yeah. All right. So everybody out there, when you're setting goals for, um, this can be personal, but it also can be, you know, for your nonprofit, for your, just specifically for your fundraising or even your fundraising event, make sure those goals are smart. Right. And you can chop them up. You can have more than one goal. Okay. So if your goal is big, right, because we've talked about different sizes of goals and, you know, you can have massive goals that are smart. If you're a Jim Collins fan and you're into business, I, I, some people hate this term, but what do you call the gigantic goals from Jim Collins's built the last? Is that the BHAG? Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't they change it though to just the? I don't know. I big, mean, this day and age, audacious like, <laughs> goal bag. I think they took the BHAG out. The big hairy audacious goal, right? So this is saying, as your charity, say, you know, you're dealing with you know child homelessness. No child will be homeless in the city of Denver by 2029 or something, right? I mean, that's saying, wow, that's that's a big goal, right? I mean, that's that's saying I'm going to do something outrageous. Now, the question is, is when you set something that big, you know, my charity is going to start, you know, raising a million dollars annually in the next five years, whatever it is. Now you got to figure out how you get there, mm-hmm. right? And so <clears throat> in a lot of businesses, they'll do like the one-year, three-year, five-year plans, whatever, um, some charities are good at that. You know, you guys are kind of putting your planning together. And if you do create a goal that's like way out there, it would be helpful to give yourself some interim steps to get there. Okay. Um, let's jump into John Acuff's book a little bit because I like how he does it, right? Because he talks about these zones and, you know, you've got your comfort zone and then you've got your chaos zone. Well, we all know what our comfort zone is, right? Yeah. And for a lot of us, we don't like ever leaving our comfort zone, which is probably why we, you know, maybe we're afraid to adopt technology at an event or we're afraid to move venues or we're afraid to make some other kind of major change to our event. Mm-hmm. So we stay in our comfort zone, right, because it's just easier. Um, because otherwise we tend to try to change everything at once and we end up in the chaos zone. <laughs> Right. And we're trying to get into this productive zone, like where we're actually making progress towards our goal. So he has a couple different levels of goals. Do you remember what he called them in the book? I just remember medium. 
Is that a mean? Is that, was that, was that one? The names of the zones. <laughs> That's it. We should have had a quiz on this book. <laughs> I feel like I am being quizzed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the easy goals. Oh, easy. Easy. Easy goals. And then from there, you have middle goals, right? Middle. Oh, oh. Medium. medium. Middle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Light, medium. <laughs> If you're raising $100,000 a year and your goal is to raise a million, you probably need some easy goals and then you need some middle, middle. goals, mm-hmm. right? And, and easy goals, he suggests, should take you about seven days to complete. Okay. Okay. That sounds easy. Yeah. <laughs> and middle goals, so if we're talking about an annual goal and it's a big one, then your middle goal should probably take a month or two. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, you know, for, so say we're, we're talking about our fundraiser. Okay. We can even talk about mine because I want to take my fundraiser from, you know, I want to increase its revenue by over 50%. So then the question is, is if I want to take it from, say, 150000 to, you know, 225000 how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of break that down. So say our silent auction does twenty five k. I want it to do forty. Okay. So how am I going to do that? Well, you know, I could say, oh, my God, I like – what am I get? I mean, I, I get some of the same items, but maybe what I need to do is kind of set some middle goals saying I need to bring back the items that I got last year. Okay. That's a good start. And then maybe my easy goals is every week I'm going to try to get one or two new items mm-hmm. from my auction. Or maybe get some new solicitors. Right. Yeah. Some additional fresh blood. Yeah. Or at least, yeah. <laughs> So many, yeah. Some people that can right. find some items. Solicitations, that, yeah. When what he says in the book, which I thought was good, is time towards goals is what makes the difference, right? And mm-hmm. if you can spend, I forget he he gives you kind of tiers and qualifications. <laughs> yeah. Like you spend a hundred hours towards a goal, you're gonna you're gonna get pretty darn close. So so think about you know maybe all your easy goals need to be is just phone calls. Like yeah. I just need to make. We do this in sales, right, Matt? It's like, (laughs) if I need to go out there and get so many new customers, I can boil it down to how many phone calls a day am I making? Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about here, is chopping down your goal into very small, easy to digest and do activities. Well, it's like weight loss, right? We're all coming into the new year. We're all thinking about losing weight. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not everybody. She's staring at me. (laughs) Not everybody. Okay. (laughs) Paranoia will destroy you, Jeff. (laughs) But, I mean, it's like weight loss. You know, if you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, that sounds like a big, hairy goal for some people. And you really need to consider, what can I do on a weekly, daily basis to get to that Goal. Absolutely right. And it's way easier to say, you know what, I'm going to eat this many calories for a week or I'm going to work out three times this week. That's my goal to get me to the 50 pound weight loss. Yeah. And so. it's just making those small micro changes, mm-hmm. right? And you make those small incremental changes to what you eat or how you work out and you will see long-term results if you stick with it. That's that's his recommendation about I just need to literally count the number of hours I apply to the goal, right? And so when you guys are thinking about your fundraiser next year and you're thinking, I I need more sponsorship dollars, right? Well, then one of the things you need to think about is how many phone calls do I need to be making weekly to sponsors? Right. To potential sponsors. 
I mean, and one of the things we always hear, you know, it, we're talking about monetary goals and fundraising or events, but what about just like experience goals where maybe you don't want to be run ragged this year at your event. You want to have your event next year. You're fine with the financial goal, but maybe you want to recruit additional people so that you have not lost a small piece of yourself in your event fundraising efforts. Right. Like that's a great goal for a lot of auction managers. I mean, they are... Yep. They can only run one event a year because it all falls on them. Well, maybe this year your little goal is I'm going to start recruiting some help. I'm going to start getting some additional people. I'm going to let go of the vine a bit. I'm yeah. going to, you know, allow other people to to help. So it doesn't always have to be a monetary goal. It doesn't. And I think you're right. I mean, and it can still be smart mm-hmm. and not monetary. It just has to be measurable. And that can yeah. be how much time am I spending with my donors at the event? Yes. Right. That's huge. So I think, you know, as you think about, you know, all of the different things that you want to try to achieve. Yes, some of them will be monetary. Mm-hmm. Some of them will not be. Some of them obviously are going to be ones that are going to have to get some sort of agreement upon, right? Yeah. I mean, I would like to make it a goal at my event that I just put my feet up at my table. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, if anybody's <laughs> met my wife, you know that won't happen. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, make them, and that goes back to the realistic part too. Right, is sitting down and saying, is this, and we're not, look, I know they may be big and bold, and you can chop up and create your easy goals and your middle goals that are going to get you there, but still, is it even feasible? Right, I mean, we, I talked to a, a gentleman once, and I would say, you know, when it comes to silent auction revenue, there's a max that certain people are going to pay for mm-hmm. certain items, mm-hmm. and I don't care sure. how many cocktails they had at the event. There's still a max that most people will pay in an auction for something, okay? And you can get some sort of rule of thumb or some idea of what that is. You know, in this case, you know, what we tend to look at is, you know, kind of what the revenue is versus fair market value. And I would think on, you know, I think on bid sheets, we always would see anywhere from 40% to 50% of fair market value is what an auction would pull in. And then with mobile bidding, it's usually in the 70s or 80s. Every once in a while, and sometimes with certain items, you'll go a little bit over that because fair market value is also subjective in some cases, so Mm -hmm. it's not always accurate. People will, you know, either bloat what an item's worth or undervalue it. Either way, this guy was like, "Our goal was, you know, thirty thousand in our silent." I'm like, "You had ten thousand dollars in fair market value of items. That's not." likely attainable right. unless these are so amazing and they're just unique experiences and don't cost you a lot. Um, so you need to really definitely look at certain things and decide. But um, And then, you know, obviously on the other ones in terms of, you know, making sure that they're achievable or attainable, um, you know, you, you can make, and this may be relevant is the right word, but <laughs> I would like a goal that it's 85 degrees and sunny at my <laughs> derby event. <laughs> okay. Um, so throw those goals out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, incrementally, every day I watch the weather report. Right. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah there are happen. some things you just can't control, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and in this case, I mean, you know, as you kind of sit down and think about, also think, you know, kind of your goals. Think about how those goals like tie in to the rest of what you're doing, right? Because what do we need to do at the event? What do we need to tell our guests? 
what our, what our goals are. Uh, oh, oh. I, I, I was yeah, like, I could have um, gone anywhere. <laughs> I, I, me too. <laughs> I was thinking of all different things. What do we want to too. tell our guests? We want to tell our guests what our goals are. Yes. Why? Well, because they, they tie know. into our program services. Right. And they should know that goal before they even come to your event. Well, this should. Is, that should be part but of your You have ticketing. plenty of auctioneers that will stand up and say, we are here tonight to raise $50,000 in this paddle raise. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Hopefully that auctioneer has half that money already in the bank before they get up there. But yeah. you know we're not here to talk about you know paddle race tricks. Um, <laughs> it's another podcast. But but honestly, right? I mean, you need and you need to explain two things, right? Like what is our goal and why, right? Kind mm-hmm. of combine those together. What are we going to do with that kind of money? And then what's at stake if we don't hit it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think you've got to be very, you know, I would say fair but blunt with your guests, but you know, and you have to show them goals. Now, you don't, you don't have to show them a thermometer. Right. Right. <clears throat> I personally hate thermometers, but um, for those of you that feel like you need to show your guests that they've achieved something, great. Show them they've achieved something. But I'm glad you're bringing this up, though, because I speak to several auction managers and for whatever reason like there's a little bit of a fear around talking about the goal not even forget showing a thermometer just even talking about the goal I've heard everything from well if we say what the goal is then you know we might not surpass it or we might not get to it and then you know it's like a a failure fear failure but what's what's the other one we see which we also (laughs) think is ridiculous yeah, they think that once you hit the goal, nobody will keep like, giving. Right. Yes, they're going to stop giving. <laughs> it's yes. like, oh my God, we, have, we if we understate this goal, they're just going to hit it and they're going to stop. I'm like, they're not going to stop. Yeah. I'm like, guess so, what? You can change your goal. Yeah. <laughs> you can, but it's like, but look, go back. on the fly. <laughs> Hello, I'm not that drunk. That goal was 25,000. You just took this thermometer off the screen and now it says 50. You know, what is that? That's like kind of moving the goalposts, right? I mean, that's like (laughs) Charlie Brown, Lucy thing. Like if you've got your guests all ready to like hit that goal, let the fireworks go off. You know, Absolutely. And talk about, I mean, if they exceed the goal, then you get to talk about all of the extra things that you get to do that year for whatever cause that were unplanned or you could get to double the amount of dogs or kids or whoever it is that you're helping. (laughs) Look, our church had a goal of like serving like a thousand families for Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. With presents. That's a great goal. Okay. Yep. Well, they said we have definitely surpassed that. Our new goal is 2000, but we hit our goal. We're happy. We, Mm -hmm. we committed to a thousand and I think we're now going to hit 2000, maybe 3000. Because people didn't stop. Right. Right. You know, it's pastor didn't walk up on the stage and say, it's time out. Right. Stop no. donating. <laughs> it's too much. Because, right. I mean, unless there's a limit, right? But let's think about it. In most of our organizations, there's no limit to what we can do with the funds that come in. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's just that our goal is to, you know, give 50 kids a, a scholarship. If we get to 75 kids, that's amazing. But I still, I have 75 that want one, or I have 100 right. that want one. I, it that one yeah I agree with you I never get that they're like take the thermometer down we're gonna change the goal I'm like then the poor people just feel like they're always short yeah <laughs> yeah they're never winning yeah I mean I love the concept that people have got to celebrate the goal 
And yeah. mm-hmm. you can't celebrate the goal and get it to the extent of, of excitement that you need it to get to unless you build it up. You right. have to build up the goal. You have right. to tell people about, I'm a big one of, they need to know this goal when they buy tickets. When mm-hmm. they buy tickets to come to your event or a sponsorship, they need to understand exactly what it's going towards. And then when you hit that goal, I mean, we went to an event, actually Stephanie and I worked an event together where they hit this goal. I mean, mm-hmm. the entire team's up there. Yes. They had confetti. It was, I mean, people are in tears because right. they met <laughs> and exceeded their goal. And I'm working the event and I'm completely te- uh, teared up. I'm like, oh, Stephanie, they met I their know. goal. I'm like completely <laughs> invested in Well, I've worked with this group for a long time, so I'm invested with them anyway. But I mean, celebrate your goals. Absolutely. And we were actually there the year prior. They had the same goal and they fell just short of it. Mm -hmm. And nobody like it was, I mean, of course they were like, oh man, we had this big goal. We were just short, but it wasn't like people didn't come back the next (laughs) year. And guess what? The next year, bam, they hit it out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sorry, yes, I digressed. I, no, you didn't digress. It's, it's, you're absolutely right on. And then I think what other people do is they'll edit their goal down because they'll say, well, this person's not coming. And oh. so because they're not coming, we're just not going to get that $20,000 donation. I'm like, why not? Did you ask him for it? I mean, it's not coming. Did, did you, you still get it from Did you make them mad? I mean, call them up and say, sorry, you can't come. Can we still count on you this year to yep. support us? You know, and we also saw this during COVID, right? There's a lot of the editing down of, oh, yeah, I can't ask my donors for money right now. You always can ask your donors for money. Let your donors decide whether or not they have the capacity to give. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make that decision for them. You don't need to change the goal because they're not there. You don't need to keep raising the goal because you're afraid they're going to stop bidding. I mean, these are all things that we do because we have like this, you know, I forget what Noom calls it, but some sort of like distortion thing, right? Where it's like, <laughs> yes, you know, I'm, I'm basically convincing myself of what reality is it's not reality mm-hmm. right i think noom's gonna kick me out now because i can't <laughs> obviously don't remember what their terminology is but those daily lessons <laughs> daily lessons but but it's true right that we you know the, you call them soundtracks call them whatever you want these things where we convince ourselves this is how everybody else thinks yeah. right and we hear this too on you know sales calls and support calls oh my guests won't do that my guests won't do that my donors won't do that like Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Yes, they'll give you their email. Yes, they'll give you their credit card. Yes, they'll download an app to their phone. Yes, they'll donate money. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's not achievable. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> One million dollars. Right. <laughs> you can throw it out there, but um, you know. So anyway, yes, you've got to make it achievable, but you also you need to allow it to be achieved. I guess. Yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And people like to know what they're contributing to. Like, I like to know that I'm contributing to reaching a goal. That's definitely my thing. So if I don't know what the goal is, then I'm wondering, what am I contributing to? Am I just contributing to your overhead? Am I contributing to specific program? Like, I I like to know. Absolutely right. So we definitely need to share with them what it is, how it works, what we plan to do with that money. Um, you know, look, I mean, you're not trying to scare him either. It's not like, you know, if you don't, if we don't hit our goal, these women are going to be on the street, right? (laughs) I mean, you can allude to that, I suppose. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But, you know, you definitely need to make them understand this is the impact of what we're doing, right? So I think that that's important as well. But, you know, and and just kind of to recap on this, like, like, so yes, you've got your SMART goals, 
we've gone through what all those acronyms mean. You need to put together a set of really small incremental steps to get there. Okay, so if your event's in April and you're listening to this in December or January, you still can do it. Don't be like, oh, my God, there's no way. Yes, you can accomplish it. Remember, they just have to be weekly goals. Your weekly goals might be slightly bigger steps than somebody who has 11 months, but you can still do it. Um, So that might be I need to break this down into how many phone calls a week I'm making, how many auction items, how many Home Depots am I visiting, whatever it is to get your auction together, how many sponsors am I calling, put all that together and just apply time to it. I mean, that's the big takeaway that I think a lot of people miss as it relates to goals. All goals are achievable with enough time, right? So that's where the, when you put the time element in there and you're like, I'm going to make a million dollars. Well, one day your organization might make a million dollars. Okay, you just have to kind of figure out what those steps look like. So don't, definitely don't edit yourself down. Come up with some sort of, yes, every all I got to do every week is do these small little incremental steps. I'll go from there. And time is a great motivator. I mean, let's just be honest. (laughs) Like you attach a time, a deadline, a time box, whatever you want to call it, to something. It's a great motivator. We all, even if you are. not a complete procrastinator. We all can fall into those tendencies and yes. having that time. Set your easy goal so you're not a procrastinator. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you look down, you're like, everything's got to be a middle goal for me to get there. <laughs> Don't do that. No. But you're right. I mean, you know, you want to run a marathon, s- sign up for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, not- nothing's going to motivate you more. You know, <laughs> why do you think weddings are such a big motivator for people for weight loss? Yeah, true. Weddings are beach trips, right? Beach trips. You know, yeah. but, but the other thing is also like you have to you have to make sure, you know, that you understand like the habits and the behaviors that are going to derail you from your goal. Right. Yeah. What was the quote that he said? TikTok doesn't want you to achieve your goal. Uh, TikTok, oh, yeah. TikTok, um, Twitter. Yeah, Facebook LinkedIn doesn't want you technology. to, or not LinkedIn, Twitter doesn't want you to start a business. One of the other ones doesn't want you to write a book, mm-hmm. you know, like. They right. want to keep you distracted on their platform. Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 And so, th- I mean, think about that. And, and so when you're thinking about like daily habits and your little easy goals, it's like you're going to sit down in front of the TV. Hmm, should I work on my fundraiser or should I? Watch an episode of, you know, Cheers or something. Mm-hmm. Probably work on your fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Matt's like, Cheers, Cheers. is that a show? Cheers. <laughs> Never heard of it. No, I'm just kidding. It's on Paramount yeah. Plus. <laughs> a little before my time. My parents might enjoy it, though. You're going to watch Survivor. <laughs> Survivor was my downfall with my kids. Oh, jeez. That's so funny. Right. So anyway. Yeah. Easy I, goals. And then middle goals. Middle goals. Easy yep. goals, middle goals, your big audacious goal. Mm-hmm. All of them should be written smart. Even those easy goals. Mm-hmm. Write them in the smart format. Yeah. yeah. So here's what he says. It's interesting. He says, when you've got only two gears, you end up in two places, either the comfort zone, which we talked about, or the chaos zone. But in the middle of those two extremes is where the real fun happens. That's the potential zone. Mm-hmm. And to get there, we need middle goals. Mm-hmm. So no one ever thinks, I just want to be in the middle. Right, <laughs> right. But there, here, here is with Twitter doesn't want you to start a business. TikTok doesn't want you to run a half marathon, and HBO Max doesn't want you to write a book. The modern world is designed to keep you from living up to your full potential. So that is very true. 
So you got to be intentional about this stuff. So when you're talking about how much time am I spending, be intentional. When you're thinking about, you know, how many, you know, who I'm contacting or, you know, what kind of other aspects of the event I need to go work on, you need to be intentional about spending time on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. It's been a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like goals. Especially this time of year. I like setting goals. Setting yeah. goals. It's that time of year to set goals. Mm-hmm. Right? Smart goals. And then hang on to them, right? Because, you know, I was mentioned, you, uh, I was mentioning this <laughs> to you guys right before the podcast, but Peloton, I mean, I don't remember the exact figure, but their biggest month or week of churn is two weeks after the beginning of the year because everybody signs up for a subscription on January 1 and two weeks later they quit. Why? Because they set some goal that they can't possibly achieve. They look at it and say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. How about you just say, I'm going to ride 20 mi- 25, 30 miles a week. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit that, say 40 miles a week. When you hit that, say 45 miles a week. That's how, you, that's mm-hmm. how you're going to get there. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you have to walk before you can run. Walk before you run. <laughs> Crawl before you walk. Stand up before you walk. Yeah. <laughs> Straight on the Peloton. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, so when I, when I did Noom, like the very first movement goal they give you is 5,000 steps. Well, my gosh, 5,000 steps is nothing. Especially for you. Right. <laughs> Seriously. It is flat out nothing. But they're like, don't change it. Mm. You need Achieve to hit it. that. Mm-hmm. And then you need to hit 5,200 and then 5,300 and then, yeah. I'm like, all right, whatever. But I get it. Like, I understand the point of saying you're not going to start like a move goal and be like, I'm going 20,000 steps a day. <laughs> Have you done that? I've done that. That's the kind of stuff I do. Steps? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to try that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like walking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. And then you quit. Too. I'm like walking around my neighborhood <laughs> randomly. And then you quit. That's the whole point. I totally quit. Yeah. Right. You need, you need the, the easy goals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Don't overwhelm yourself with your goals. It's probably right. a smart so, process. Homework for all of our listeners. Set your <laughs> set your goal, set your BHAG, set your five-year, 10-year plan, your vision, what you, where you want to be. Give yourself an annual goal, tie it into your fundraisers, and then start setting weekly easy goals. Yeah. Sound good? Yes. And maybe some quarterly, monthly, or uh, middle goals, sorry. Quarterly, middle goals. What do we think? I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. All right. Let us know how it goes, you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. <laughs> with your fundraiser good luck with your goal setting make sure they're smart if you guys don't remember what the smart acronym uh, acronym is it is specific measurable attainable relevant and time-based time-based there you go all right okay so until then you guys happy fundraising uh we wish you all the best in your fundraising success and we wish you all the best in your goal setting Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Elevate Your Event. A huge thank you to our guests for sharing their invaluable insights. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to leave us a review. You can find us on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe for more great content. And if you're a fan of video, check us out on YouTube. Until next time, happy fundraising. Happy fundraising.